Well, anyway, John Manyika is in the building, Old Mutual Head of Financial Education. Let's get straight into it. Uh, for instance, I'll give you some of the scenarios and uh, you can let us know what the law says. Mm. Lobola has been paid, yes. but no wedding ceremony has taken place, traditional yes. or white. Mm. Are we legally married in the eyes of the law and how our money... Unfortunately, no. Um, unfortunately, after this uh, fresh, yeah. some people might have to change their relationship status on, on Twi- Facebook. Twi- it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> so how does it work then? I've imposed Lobola has been sorted. I've, we've presented the Lobola. Yeah. I've got the receipt. Yeah. Surely there's a contract. Yeah. You see, um, customary law marriages are actually governed by the recognition of uh, customary law act. Um, um, you know, but the problem here is that the act is very specific in terms of what are the legal requirements that need to be satisfied. Mm. So the marriage must be entered into in accordance with the customary law. So that they, they don't, the lawmakers didn't actually define mm. what customs, uh, because they recognize the diversity of ethnic groups and the different rituals that are performed. Okay. So in simple terms, for Lobola mm. to be really um, solemnized mm. as part of the customary law marriages, number one, you mm. must have paid Lobola in full. Okay. Number two, you must have celebrated um, uh, the, the marriage. Yeah, exactly. The incorporation of the bride, the draping of the bride, the Amhela yes. Makoti, the exchange of gifts and blankets, uh, depending on what the, the rituals of your ethnic groups ah. is. If you have not done that, you have not fulfilled all the steps of a customary law marriage. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a problem, Fresh. Mm. You do find instances where a person is in a relationship and they go and pay Lobola mm. and then they live together, say, for about five and ten years as mm. husband and wife. And then the guy decides to move on and he goes and marries someone. Mm. Now, when, when the wife or what was supposed to be a wife mm. challenges uh, the new marriage, the courts will have to exercise their discretion, but they're mm. going to apply a criteria to determine whether indeed you mm. did actually celebrate. If they mm. find that you have not fulfilled that, you actually no, have not fulfilled all the steps. Hebanya. So you have a serious problem. You are actually unmarried. Mm. Which means you can't access my estate. You can't access the estate. You will get zelch. And, so you are basically yet, a girlfriend. You are actually a girlfriend or a glorified girlfriend. Or a boyfriend. Or a know? boyfriend for yeah. that matter. You see, and, and I think this is the mistake that a lot of uh, 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 black people make. Mm. That we say, ah, well, we know we've paid Lobola, so uh, we, we are sorted. Married. We are sorted. sorted. Yeah. But then, and these things happen either when there is a termination of the relationship or even uh, in the event of a death mm. uh, of, of one of the uh, parties there. Now, here's the situation. Um, the, 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 the act is very clear also mm. that if you are married under customary law, you, may, you are not competent to enter into another marriage mm. with somebody else, whether either under customary law or under uh, the civil, civil rights uh, mm. uh, uh, union. So in, in which case, the first wife must actually give permission. Mm. If you did not get permission for the, from the first wife, because, then, because our law recognizes that, yes. you know, polygamy and mm. all that. So if you have not... On condition that on there's condition, permission. Yes, yes, 100%. Or consent, yes. So, so these are the kind of challenges that courts have to deal with. And, and trust me, it is a nightmare. In fact, mm. ch- children become the victim yes. of, of, of this situation because then people did not really follow through with the process. Why does it matter that we know the difference between the different types of marriage regimes and the financial implications? Yeah, because it talks to your uh, property rights. It mm. talks to your assets. It talks mm. to your estate. It talks to your overall uh, wealth and, and financial well-being. Mm. Because, um, you know, if when, people, when a person dies mm. and there's a dispute, let's say there's two, two or three wives involved, mm. now you have to decide 
who is actually legally married to this person mm. then you have all sorts of challenges and and sometimes these courts uh, court cases can take up to 10 years mm. and 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 money is trapped in that in the estate there and then children are actually uh, not getting the necessary support your daughter is getting married tomorrow which marriage regime would you recommend <laughs> fresh <laughs> i i i would suggest that they look at because it depends on the circumstances mm. um that they find themselves in so uh, my recommendation is that if you have uh, children from your pre previous marriage, mm. uh, you know, the last time I said the uh, mm. Balas brought forward. Mm. So if you've got children from your previous uh, marriage and you realize there's lots of properties everywhere and you want to try and keep things simple, mm. you might want to look at a, a, a you know, the a property system where they either you have an antinatural contract with or without accrual. Mm. So the difference between with or without accrual system mm. is that if you marry someone, um, um, without their cruel system. It simply mm. means whatever is the uh, assets that belong to them uh, belongs to them. So, mm. so there's no so way where you... So what's mine is mine, what's yours is 100%. yours. 100%. Okay. Alternative to that, which I think is also recommended, mm. is to rather do an accrual system. So which means anything that we accumulate together from here going forward, mm. then we are together. Because the other problem is that you do find people get into a marriage and they come with so much debt. Mm. Let's say a person has got a four million debt. Yeah. If you marry in commuter property, you're a shareholder of the half, regardless yes. whether you were there when they created those debts, even mm. if they created th those debts with their previous spouse. Mm. So Lobola is not married until fully... Until, yes. the process until the process until you have followed all the steps to the latter you know according to the customs of your of your of your family does it matter whether the lob uh, the, the marriage the customary marriage has then been um uh what's the word i'm looking for uh, registered with home, home affairs, affairs or not? not not necessarily it is not compulsory to register it with home affairs however it is essential because if you've registered uh, with home affairs it makes it easy because if there's dispute you are able to prove that yes. um, we are married in fact you don't have to take your partner with you, you can go and register there as long as you present home affairs with the necessary proof that we're married the loba letter the celebration, yeah. any other proof or affidavits, if there are any. Your Instagram account. 100%. <laughs> you, yeah, I mean, because that's evidence. <laughs> that's evidence, you know. So yes. you can you can actually approach Home Affairs. But so so as I said, it doesn't mean that if you didn't register with Home Affairs, you're not you're not legally married. Mm. But it, it just makes things easier, you know, yeah. if, if you've registered your marriage. Uh, John, mm. we'll leave it at that. Thank you, as always, for your infinite wisdom. I will chat to you again soon. Thanks for having me. John uh, Manike, Old Mutual Head of Financial Education.